This podcast is brought to you by Audible. Visit audibletrial.com slash CSR to download your free audiobook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash CSR for a free audiobook. And by The Country Squire. Visit thecountrysquireonline.com to discover custom pipes, handcrafted blends, and unparalleled customer service. Thecountrysquireonline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John David. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing? You know, I'm fine. The, uh, you know, we're, we're in the South. Bo and I, you know, obviously we talk a lot about the weather on the show uh, it's just part of uh, you know part of what most people talk about when That's they're having, right. a, having a kind of a catch up conversation. But uh, man, it was like ninety five today, and our air conditioner at the shop went out. And man, I was just I was just disgusting all day long. Like I, I mean, it was it was literally ninety two degrees in the shop, and you know it's it's part of that thing where like you know you're in you're in the shop, the doors are open, it's ninety two. Um, you know, th- there's no breeze to speak of whatsoever. No. Uh, man, I didn't touch my pipe today. It was, oh, I would imagine not. It was horrible. Like, yeah. it was just awful. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like, you know, basically working in a smoke shop that was on the surface of the sun. <laughs> and it got old really quick. But, uh, man, yeah, other than that, things are great. You know, we had a had a really uh, fun day other than that. And, uh, yeah, trucking, li- trucking right along. Got a big old shipment of Savinelli's in recently, which is Ooh. always a lot of fun to go yeah. through. And got several new Nordings in and expecting some uh, some Boucho cans in in the near future. And, um, yeah, got some cool stuff going on. Well, I'm glad that you explained that because, of course, I, I went by the shop this afternoon right yeah. when your AC came back on. Yeah. And uh, and I was you were drenched. I looked I like mean, a drowned rat. You looked. <laughs> I was like, what on earth happened to you? And I probably yeah. should have said something, but I was worried that you had some sort of condition right, that exactly. you felt like right. self conscious about, or <laughs> something was going on. But yep. yeah, man, it was. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you survived the uh, the oven that that must have been. Yeah, it it worked out all right. I'll be glad to uh, get back in the shop tomorrow under better conditions. So. Well, I mean, I you know we're both a little struggling. I've I've been a little under the weather over the last couple of days. Yeah, dude. Uh, you know this happens. Anybody who's got uh, a newborn child or who has survived a newborn child knows that they you know babies they carry diseases they do and uh and so my uh my, it, particularly the crud uh, you know the, big the, time the, the crud is prolific among new new parents exactly and it's <laughs> it's rough because i mean like you know anything i can kind of survive through but when it affects my voice that yeah. affects my livelihood <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no that makes sense it's uh, it's rough but anyway that means i'll sound a little bit different this particular episode hopefully uh, that i think won't. it sounds kind of good i mean yeah, you know. it gives a little something so i'm not i yeah, it's it's not as bad today as it was yesterday. Yeah, um, you need which, to find an outlet for when this happens. Kind of engage with it and just dive all in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've been trying not to talk too much today, which I'm sure is why everybody has thought I've been much more pleasant today. So that's that's probably why. <laughs> oh yeah, because you've been more quiet. Yeah, fantastic. That'll do it. Hey, I want to tell you guys. Uh, first of all, a big, um, I guess, apology. First uh, yeah. and foremost, uh, last week, of course, we had our, our big 100th episode. Man, that was so great. Directly right after that um the podcast didn't go out now we posted it out actually yeah. on Pottery it was available on the uh, on the Wednesday as it is normally and yeah. always available on, on to you on Wednesdays but for the actual feed on iTunes and all the different podcast catchers out there it wasn't going out and uh, I got to say first of all thank you to uh, our, our boy on Twitter at CDUMO 
uh, see Dumo. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but thank you so much for for letting us making us aware of this fact because I was able to kind of troubleshoot it, get everything worked out. Yeah. We are back up and running. So it so it was remedied quickly and people were able to tune in uh, relatively on time. Yeah, yeah, but I can imagine that might give you a little bit of whiplash just because we have been so consistent. So, yeah. you know, the the content the podcast was out on Wednesday yeah. is just for whatever reason it didn't go live on the feeds, but um, the good news is it is resolved and fixed. The bad news is that in order to do that, it kind of reset our grand total feed on iTunes. And so, uh, you know, we've still got all the wonderful reviews, so if you've written us a review, it's still up there. But if you've not written us a review, I would ask that you go over to iTunes and write us a review uh, because it'll help with that kind of our, our, you know, the way that we're able to be discovered. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it kind of gave us a wash, so it looks like nobody has ever downloaded our show. Ever and, in the history of man. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, which is uh, false. It was extremely false. Because we have a following on like six continents. Yeah, well, you know. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. But point being that if, uh, if, if yeah, help us out by uh, heading over to iTunes, writing us a review. Um, we're trying to get kind of a nice little push right here in yeah. these, these couple of days to kind of help us get a little bit back up in the standing uh there so if you would do that we would uh, greatly appreciate it that's great and hey bo uh, another announcement i'd like to put out there uh just uh to put on everyone's radar the country squire actually turns 45 what? this year and and this is something we kind of uh talked about a little bit today uh and m- maybe even on our episode last week i can't remember when we talked about the 100th episode and the history of the shop a little bit but um, our our little pipe shop tucked away in in uh, central Mississippi uh, that people have used as kind of a pipe uh, resource, you know, from all over the world. We uh, we turned forty five in August on August eleventh right. specifically, and uh, man, just got a whole a uh, whole ton of things uh, planned out for. Uh, the celebration of that, and so we're just really thrilled. Couldn't have been there and done and done this for all the years that we have without uh, you know our, our faithful friends and listeners and 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 not just in Jackson but you know nationwide. So um, anyway, uh, the biggest thing we've got a ho- a host of announcements, and you know you can check that out on Twitter at, at underscore country squire, or you can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook dot com slash country squire 1970 uh and so there there are a lot of different events going on the main one i want to highlight and i want to make sure our listeners are very aware of um our good friend pete prevost uh famed pipe carver in nashville tennessee uh on uh, on august 13th at 6 p.m is actually going to be at the country squire uh with briarworks uh icarus and neptune pipes oh wow we are just thrilled we are so thrilled so we'll have a, a limited run of uh country squire um, 45 year anniversary pipes, which will be great, uh, provided by Pete. And then, um, you know, of course he'll have a lot of his, you know, really high end and, you know, entry level goods on, on hand with the, you know, everywhere from Briarworks to, you know, Icarus and Neptune, uh, just all over the map. So we could not be, uh, happier about, about this. We're just really thrilled. So, uh, August the 13th, if you're anywhere near Jackson, Mississippi, um, you know, in that, kind of area man make a day trip come see us uh you know we'll have lots of good drinks some some food to pick up and that kind of thing and uh some outstanding pipes and so uh really really thankful to pete for uh coming in on the 13th of august and um yeah we'll see you then 6 p.m if if ever there was a time to make the pipe pilgrimage that would be that'd be the that'd be the time that's awesome we're fired up it's gonna be great 
Well, that's great, man. Yeah, of course, man. Uh, speaking of other things kind of going on local, we do have a, a pipe meeting, pipe uh, club meeting this coming, is it this coming Thursday? Yeah, this coming Thursday. Okay. That's uh, July 16th. It's at 6.30 p.m. Right, so if right. you're in the Jackson area, Mississippi, the uh, uh, Jackson Pipe Club, soon to be the uh, Magnolia Pipe Club for the whole state, yeah. will be meeting uh, meeting this Thursday. Uh, well, hopefully I'll be there. I don't know. i gotta let, I got to let my pipes uh, get better so that I can get back to my pipes. You so know you get I mean? back to your pipes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that was really lame. Well, I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> hey, uh, pipes and pipe col- pipes and pop culture, rather. Um, you yeah. Know, we, at one point, we even kind of flirted with the idea of doing a regular segment, but unfortunately, pipes are not in pipe, pop culture enough to do a regular segment. However, this last past week, man, um, it's been uh, you know there have been a little bit of pipes here and there. Um, you know, for one thing, I don't know if you're aware of this, John David, but they uh, they actually had the San Diego Comic Con this last past I, You know, I did see some uh, some stuff about that. Yeah, yeah, and so I, right. I, I particularly enjoyed the the meme I saw of the white trash Avengers. Oh, did you see that? It no. was like it was like a, it was like Avengers, but like they were all really really janky. <laughs> it was fantastic, amazing. I'll try to find it. Uh, you should. You should send that to me. No, no, no. All right. So, but at Comic Con, you know, it's, it's not just about the comic books. In fact, it's kind of grown to this big pop culture convention yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. And uh, around that time, they actually they showed this trailer, or at least this um, this kind of clip for the upcoming new season of Sherlock from the BBC. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays uh, Sherlock Holmes, right. and um, what's his face, who was Sam, uh, not Samwise Gamgee, but uh, Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. Yeah, and okay. He, he plays um, uh, Watson in, uh, in 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 the television series Sherlock. And traditionally, what this show has been is kind of a modern take of Sherlock Holmes. Um, and theoretically, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd be surprised if you've never actually seen this show. Um, you know, the, the the cardinal sin of this program, even though it's a, a great, great show, is they have completely eradicated the pipe from Sherlock. It's really terrible. Well, and it, it's 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 pretty awful. But the their, their logic is, and the show creators have said it as much, that a modern day Sherlock would not take to the pipe, which we have qualms with. We have serious qualms with. I'm against it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but that, doesn't he do like the nicotine patch or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But point <laughs> point being, I mean, he actually. I mean, this this is where it gets worse. Actually, is he smokes cigarettes like on not 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 on the show? Like he, right. He his brother will bring him a pack. Um, you know, for him to cheat on quitting basically. Okay. okay. Uh, every Christmas, but uh, <laughs> anyway, this particular Christmas uh, of the upcoming series, they've got a special where they're going to do more of a classic take on Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Where it's going to be set more in kind of the Victorian uh, setting of England, and you're actually, you know, they did show a clip of Sherlock, yeah, uh, in his, uh, you know, his iconic, you know, hunting cap or whatever you call that thing, and then also the large uh, horn pipe, Ca- calabash, calabash style pipe, pipe. Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah. and he is actively and actually smoking it. So <laughs> I, I was so happy to actually see uh, they threw us a bone, yeah, a little bit, I mean, a little bit. I mean, there's some time travel, I suppose, or something like that involved. So it's not really Sherlock, or yeah. maybe it is. I, I don't know, but I, I am happy to see that. Uh, and then the other th- place where I actually saw pipe smoking and pop culture was in video games, which makes me happy. Where was this? All right, so this is great. So I, I Arkham Knight. Is a video game. A lot of you guys actually, if y'all y'all play video games, you, you're either aware of this or you've been playing it. And uh, and at the end of that game, don't worry, I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> but there is a scene where Commissioner Gordon, who we have featured as one of our pipe smoking heroes in the past, that's right. He is actually uh, he's he's loading up and lighting up his pipe, and which is really great because of course you know the character from the comics did smoke a pipe and does smoke a pipe. 
But it was really even better because in the previous games, Gordon was always shown smoking cigars. Interesting. And so to have him return to the pipe in this kind of the final, uh, uh, you know, game in the series. The, the purists are, you know, waving their flag. I was so happy when I saw <laughs> that, man. That's great. So if you haven't beaten that game, that's a little bit of incentive for you. Have, you know, you want to get it cleared out to the end so you can actually see uh, Gordon loading up that pipe. I appreciate that. I appreciate them going back to the roots. Absolutely. As, as, as they should. Long time coming. Long <laughs> time coming uh hey one last bit of business before we jump into our our uh, discussion today uh you know i mentioned it a while back that we were running really low on the double uh, uh, xl csr shirts yeah we are now completely sold out man so sorry if you didn't get yours too late unfortunately yep uh, i will say this if you do want to get a country square radio t-shirt uh they're still just ten dollars uh really really great deal so uh, head over to countrysquarradio.com go ahead and get your order in uh because coming this uh, october any inventory I've left, I'm bringing with me to uh, to New Orleans, and after that, we are not going to sell those those particular shirts anymore. That's so, it, man. Yeah. Uh, if you want them, get them in quick, and uh, and uh, let's uh, yeah, let's get let's get limited edition. Yeah, absolutely. That's great, man. Okay, so we are talking uh, reopening the series on pipe culture. Yeah. Uh, now, for longtime listeners of the show, they know that we've we've discussed this before. It's a topic that we we breached um, many many months ago, and we we kind of explored this concept of a culture that is surrounds the pipe and pipe smokers. Right. Um, essentially, not necessarily a call to arms saying what we should be, but more of a, a study of what we are. Yeah, what the are, common threads that run through our identity. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, that, and that's provided a lot of feedback, too. Well, and in <laughs> fact, the feedback has actually influenced the study, so to speak. I mean, yeah. when we first actually, you know, put this topic out there and, and asked for a lot of feedback, uh, you know, we, we kind of determined, based on your emails and thoughts, and uh, and discovered that there were these kind of these four pillars that make up pipe culture. That's right. Uh, that were defined based on you guys, and, and those kind of came into uh, craftsmanship, thoughtfulness, recreation, and relaxation. Yeah. Uh, with the idea that a lot of these pillars actually do have a lot of crossover, and that you know certain items kind of fall into being both relaxation and craftsmanship, so to yeah. speak. Um, and so we've actually you know after doing that, we did kind of a. a a study of kind of the origins, what brings people to the pipe. And then after that, we've kind of taken each one of these pillars. Uh, in the past, we've done thoughtfulness, we've done craftsmanship. Today, we're actually doing recreation. Yeah. Uh, but first, we I did want to kind of address uh, some feedback that we got actually after our last one we did, that we did on thoughtfulness. That's great, yeah. And it's, uh, it's an email that was sent in. Uh, this was actually sent in from uh, Garrett from Arkansas. Uh, he says, uh, greetings, my friends. I started listening to the podcast around episode three, uh, but have been away for a while due to a family crisis. While catching up on back episodes, I recently listened to the Pipe Culture Volume 4 in which you discussed thoughtfulness. Uh, this brought to mind experience. Uh, this brought to mind an experience of mine during the past year that I thought I might find uh, that you might find very interesting. And uh, J- JD, why don't you share with us what he says? Yeah, he picks up and says, "During the past year, I went through some extremely dark times in which I decided to pursue personal therapy. Uh, while getting to know my first therapist, I mentioned to him that I was a pipe smoker. While he himself did not smoke, he instantly recognized that the pipe was an extremely important part of my life." And, true to his brilliant counseling style, he proceeded to build an entire course of therapy around the pipe. Wow, is that interesting. Uh, He says, um, uh, he required that I concentrate on the feeling of the smoke in my mouth, the taste and the smell of the tobacco, and the beauty of the ritual. Uh, Each session, he asked me what I was learning from the practice. 
always starting the conversation by asking, how is your smoke? Wow, this is amazing. I really, this is a neat concept. Uh, He continues, he says, uh, the daily retreat did wonders for my life, and I truly believe it helped my therapy to progress more smoothly. Uh, I have learned to slow my thoughts down and relish the smoke while appreciating the creator who provided it for me to enjoy. Our God deals in miracles, and I truly think he used the pipe to help pull me out of the pit. Uh, Keep up the great work. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, peace be with you, and that's Garrett from Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, that that that's really beautiful. I, you know, and we talk about it so much—the concept of the pipe uh, slowing you down and, and forcing you to concentrate. And I can see where, you know, particularly for those of us, um, you know, have, that have been exposed to the therapy world a little bit, or uh, even in our own therapy journeys, or you know, on the other side, you know, having done some therapy uh, with some clients, the concept of mindfulness is so powerful. Hmm. And when I say that, what I mean is like, you know, actually understanding where you're at in the present without your mind being, you know, fixated on future or past. So many times we get, uh, you know, wound up as far as a a human, you know, we we are obsessed or obsessing or uh, controlled even by emotions that maybe are somewhere down the road to come or have been, you know, happened in the past, things that uh, maybe we regret or stuff that happened before. And so, so often we lose sight of the present. And our pipe kind of brings us back into that. It's a it's a grounding like a centering piece that uh you know helps you come back to the idea of okay, this is happening right now. You know, I I'm I'm tasting this, I'm feeling it, I'm sensing it, I'm keeping it lit. Um, you know, th- there's a sense in which that that grounds you. And I think that's beautiful. And I, I think what he described is really what most people uh, experience when they truly savor their pipe smoke. Yeah. And, and not to go too deep into what we've already discussed, but I mean, I, I wonder and I just kind of, you know, just kind of curious from your experience, too, as someone who's, you know, studied therapy and, and such. And I mean, been in it, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, and is is there is the idea or is, is there kind of some uh, equity in the mindset that if you are able to accomplish that kind of grasping of the moment, it'll actually help you process what has come before as well as what you've got on the horizon. Yeah, well, the 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 most beautiful thing of it for me is that it actually brings you back to a stable place to where you can deal with some of your stuff. Right. So, you know, if you're hijacked by either the past or the the future, um, you know, when reclaiming a sense of self, reclaiming a sense of present, like, you know, the house isn't burning down, <laughs> my belly is full, you know, I'm going to sleep tonight and, you know, no one's planning on murdering me that we know of, like, I, you know, that we know uh, of. I mean, that, that we know of, but, you know, all <laughs> these things are like, you know, when we re- can, can recover that sense of presentness, uh, you know, that sense of, uh, you know, authenticity in the moment, uh, it gives us a kind of a stable ground. Uh, you know, to interact with maybe some of the hurtful things in the past or the future. And the beauty about the pipe is that it literally forces you to do that. And that's, you know, if you're particularly when you're smoking by yourself, uh, you know, if it's one of those things where you're, um, you know, kind of alone, maybe on a, you know, in in a quiet space or something, uh, and you can engage with that process, um, man, that, 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 really does force you to uh, recognize what is currently happening. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really healthy for your spirit. Well, recreation, man, that's the topic of the day. And, you know, I when I think, you know, for me personally, when I kind of think about uh, pipes and, and how I've used them in recreation, I mean, the first thing that comes to me, and this should be no surprise for anybody who's been listening to the show for a while, is uh, is fishing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it is 
probably, you know, I think about every single time I get my tackle box in order or I get any kind of new piece of, uh, you know, tackle or, or, or any equipment for, for the canoe or anything else. Right. I get out my, my poles, my tackle and my pipes. Like <laughs> I don't, I cannot have one without yeah, the d- other. D- does your pipe qualify as tackle? Well, I mean, <laughs> oddly enough, I mean, the, the funny thing is, is, as many pipe smokers and fishermen out there are aware, uh, while the two mix so well for the fishermen, yeah. they don't always mix that well for the fish. For the fish. Because the idea, of course, is just the uh, the aroma that's put off by uh, your pipe and yeah. by the tobacco is not necessarily something that's pleasant for the fish. In fact, I think, I mean, uh, I remember this tip that was given to us a while back, which was a guy who uh, wrote in saying that he would actually take a banana with him. And, uh, and he would eat the banana as kind of a snack while he was fishing, but also rub his fingers on the banana peel to help get some of the pipe tobacco, you know, flavor off. Yeah. So that when he was handling his tackle, it, it would, you know, somehow neutralize that it. That neutralizes it and somehow doesn't ward the, the fish off. Yeah. That's and I, fascinating. I do it every single time now. Wow. And uh, and I think it, it's a great suggestion. But at the same time, I still haven't caught anything. So <laughs> that might be more on Don't me. put your pipe up. I'm sure it's not that problem. Yeah, yeah of course not. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so for me, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, fishing is number one in fact you know this coming september or, or maybe late august i keep on forgetting the dates yeah um you know i'll be going up for my annual fishing trip up into the midwest that's and, right uh grand rapids seeing beard Corps and uh and having some fun uh but i'll be going on this uh this fishing trip with my father-in-law and it is it you know it, it is one of these these great moments you know me and my father-in-law you know, aside from the fact that we both love my wife, right? There's not a whole lot that we have in common, yeah, uh, in terms of just you know things that we're into and that sort of thing, except for fishing. So getting out on the river kind of yeah. allows that, yeah. man, and, and it's it's a blast. And and so having having the pipe out there with me, I even mentioned actually last year that um, I brought that pipe that was a gift, uh, yeah, the corn cob, and um, you know, as as I was doing that and fly fishing at the same time, I had this experience where it's like, okay, I'm not talented enough fly fishing to fly fish and smoke my pipe, <laughs> uh, but I. Got got there and and so i'm really looking forward to that the other thing too is you know i mentioned uh canoeing that i I just recently got this canoe right that's right and you know went out on the river a couple weeks ago or not the river but the lake out here and um had a blast brought isley the dog with me uh she did really really well in the canoe which was fun i did not bring my pipe well i I had my pipe with me but i wasn't quite at the place that'll be a good next step for you because i mean this was one of the first times you canoed i'm guessing with isley oh yeah and so yeah yeah, if you you know once you get that part down bring it out so Um, i was gonna ask you this what should i do first though should i actually should i go isley pipe fishing or should i go isley fishing pipe Hmm. You know, because I mean, I want to do it out in stages just to make sure that everybody's all comfortable with each other. So I don't know. I think you light your pipe and then and then start fishing and then have Isley. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's do you not have a bad to, Do you have to pick? Well, I you know I, I'm always I, I hate to like try to do everything all at once. Yeah. When you know, because the main thing I think of when I get out there, if I catch a fish, I don't know what Isley's going to do in that boat. Yeah, that's true. You know, she's probably going to go crazy. Yeah, she actually jumped overboard because a uh, a crane <laughs> flew over the canoe, and she had to get it. And she just had to get it. And of course, as soon as she hit the water, she like started paddling back to the canoe, saying like, <laughs> "This was a bad idea. This was yeah. a terrible decision." Yeah, but I was able to pull her back in. But no, man, I'm I'm all about um you know uh, funny enough for me it's a lot with water it's it's fishing and canoeing and uh, and being able to smoke my pipe yeah and, and for me it's a lot with the dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> which which is funny you know we talk about recreation and of course uh you know if you know anything about me you know i'm uh kind of obsessed with my britney spaniel whose name is penny um and, ah, penny. you know she's a big part of my life i'm a single dude and uh you know for for the moment she uh 
you know, is uh, just really close to me and love her to pieces and all that. And, uh, you know, it, when I'm going on a walk or in any way uh, interacting with my dog, uh, the number one uh, kind of addition for that is a is a pipe followed closely by a cold beer. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, which, which is which is nice this time of year. But uh, there's nothing like walking my dog through the neighborhood and uh, and having that that real solid pipe. Now it's funny as you were kind of talking about your interactions with with Isley on on the lake and then fishing too. Um, you know, I was thinking to myself, yeah, like. It, there's a lot of juggling that goes on when you're dealing with the dog, right? And, and and your pipe, and particularly walking too, because you're you're navigating traffic and cats and squirrels and you know all these other things. So, squirrel, uh, squirrel, uh, shiny red ball. But <laughs> you know, the, the, there's all these other things that are happening, and so you know, I, I find it helpful to like get my pipe lit, good and stoked up, keep right. that temp close by, uh, it, you know, generally in my pocket. But then, uh, you know, once you uh, go from there, just just have at it and, uh, you know, try to get into enough of a rhythm with your pipe to just make it second nature. It's fascinating. Man, you you talk about kind of the, the you know, pets and pipes go yeah. hand in hand with one another. You know, even even if you're a cat person, just having that cat in your lap and, and smoking your pipe's got to be a great experience. Yeah. You know, I, I here in our neighborhood, we have an event of which I will not name because I find the name to be somewhat embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but it's it's where a lot of people will go to kind of the neighborhood park and bring it's their- a wonderful name. <laughs> they'll bring their dogs <laughs> and uh and i brought anyway i brought uh i brought isley and i also brought the family and uh yeah and you know my youngest or actually my oldest uh daughter was wearing these new shoes she got that are squeaky shoes so that whenever she steps it makes it <laughs> and they were fun and i didn't think about it except then we got there and she starts running around and it sounds just like a chew toy for a dog oh wow and you know isley she's not a small dog Right, but compared to the dogs, I mean, there were some horses out there. Yeah, I mean, some big beastly dogs. <laughs> and as soon as my daughter started wiki 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 all around the it was park, over. oh man, they were just running after her like crazy. <laughs> so we couldn't we couldn't stay too long. But you're right, when you're managing a dog, there's a lot going on. There's when a lot you're of managing parts. your pipe. There's a lot going on. There, there's a lot going on. Again, yeah. it's that whole grounding thing. It's hard to hard to be real busy when you are smoking a pipe. But for me, that's part of the fun too. I'll never forget, uh, you know, working in my backyard. I was actually building a fence for a while. And this goes to right. a, uh, kind of a different, uh, you know, subcategory of our whole, uh, you know, pipe culture experience. But, uh, you know, with that, I was building a fence. I was up on top of the six foot ladder, uh, sawing some piece of wood off the top of this thing that was sticking up too high or something like that. And I fell off the doggone ladder while I was smoking my pipe. <laughs> now, it's wonderful that the, you know, pipe didn't like, you know, gore me through the roof of the mouth you or my cheek. Right, or right direction. I, I fell in the right direction. But I was so pleased when I stood up, the pipe was still in my mouth. It was still lit. And I took a puff. <laughs> that, my friend... <laughs> That, my friend, is multitasking, and I was—it was one of the proudest moments of my life. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> That's one of my favorite pipes, by the way. That's my Kamoi, uh, which I use as kind of my work and yard pipe. Yeah. And man, that thing is from old school Kamoi, back in the seventies. Like it's just a straight billiard, real petite. Uh, you know, I just—I mean, it just stinks of just Virginia Flake, and you know, <laughs> it's just almost nothing but. Uh, you know, solid Virginia Flake in that tobacco in that pipe, and uh, man, it's just—I don't know. Whew. Gives me chill bumps. Well, you know, the funny thing is you, you made mention of the, the similarity, of course, to kind of the craftsmanship pillar of, yeah. of, of pipe culture. And honestly, recreation and, and craftsmanship go hand in hand. A lot of people actually wrote in saying that, you know, they're, they're so similar 
um, you know, a lot of what people do with, you know, whether they're building a pipe or, I mean, a carving out a pipe or, or woodworking or something of that nature, it kind of follows in, in both categories. You know, it's a recreation that actually produces something which makes it, you know, a craft, but right. uh, it's still, still very much a rec- uh, recreation. But I will say, I mean, of, of the emails that we got in, I mean, the, the predominant thing really goes to hiking and backpacking. Interesting. Uh, we got one from Pastor Pipes. This is an email. He said, hey, J.D. and Bo, you guys are like the Peter and John of Pipes, <laughs> sons of thunder, if you will. Uh, as far as pipe culture and recreation, I must say that backpacking and or hiking goes great with a pipe. Whether one is sitting by the campfire or slowly strolling through the woods, the uh, pipe triples the pleasure of hiking in God's country. Just posted a short video of my recent trek on my YouTube channel, which is also Pastor Pipes. Uh, cheers and God bless. Yeah, that's cool. And by the way, I think we should just regularly start referring to ourselves as Sons of Thunder. Can, can we just do that? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you seem a little hesitant. I don't know, Bo. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, Thor Odin's son might have some problems with yeah, that. Yeah, I guess that makes yeah, sense. Okay, we don't want to step on anyone's toes, you know, particularly from the uh, Norse realm. That's right. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got some feedback from uh, Craig. Craig, I, if, if please forgive me if I uh, mess up your last name. Craig Cedarquest. Um, and he says, I've been smoking a pipe for years now, and when I go into my backcountry backpacking or doing a long single-day hike, I almost always bring my pipe for relaxing by the campfire or celebrating a mountain summit. Wow, that's a really cool idea, that you know, concept of you, know, you achieve something really great, yeah. you're at the top of your summit, uh, time to pull the pipe out and savor it. Yeah. He, he goes on and says, earlier this month I did a famous hike in the California Sierra Nevada uh, range. The hike was to 4,508 feet uh, summit of Mount Whitney. Uh, It's the tallest summit in the contiguous United States. It's a 22-mile hike that starts about 8,500 feet. Uh, The distance isn't the challenging part of the hike. It's the 6,000-foot elevation gain with low oxygen at altitude. Uh, It made for a long hike to do in one day, but was so rewarding to successfully summit it for the second year in a row. That is really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, he says, obviously, I'm not smoking my pipe on the way up with low oxygen. Uh, That's understandable. But I would always save my pipe for celebratory smoke when I relax at the summit or hike on the way back down from the summit. Obviously, my pipe smoking hasn't been affected uh, has not affected my endurance nor my lungs. At 45, I can still breeze by a lot of hikers in their 20s mm. at 13,000 feet after smoking two bowls of pipe tobacco uh, a night for years. Yeah, I tell people I'm not a smoker, I'm a pipe smoker. Yes, Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Take care, J.D. and Bo Craig. Man, that was great. I love that. I, we might need to put that on a bumper sticker. I, I, I like that. I, I'm That'd not be a, a big smoker, I'm a pipe smoker. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I might steal that one from you, Craig. Actually, yeah, Craig, that's actually pretty fantastic. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Craig, actually, the great thing is that he actually sent with uh, this email, he also sent some pictures from his hike. Oh, that's great. And so we posted those out to Facebook earlier today, so if you haven't gone by, be sure to check that out. I wonder if Craig is, uh, you know, kind of kindred spirits in his mind of uh, our friend George Mallory that we've discussed a few times. Well, Craig's still alive, so uh, not yeah, Craig, not Craig too is close. still alive. He didn't die that we know of on the on the side of the, uh, you know, uh, Mount Everest. But, no. uh but George Mallory did have a hike that he named uh, Mallory's Pipe. That's right, because he had to go back through that area and get his pipe. Absolutely, and man. it was dangerous. There's something about pipes in nature. In fact, you know, the, I was thinking about this because I was thinking about it, you know, obviously just with, I mean, everything that we've discussed yeah. has some aspect of kind of being outside and doing something in nature. 
uh, be it that you've just, you know, climbed this mountain, done this hike, or, you know, that you're, you're out backpacking, you're out camping, you're out traveling, wherever you are. But there's something about like, you know, for me, I remember when we went to Italy a couple of years back, um, I just had this image of, I, there was a certain pipe that I wanted, which was a, um, uh, it was, it was a saddle bit briar pipe. I can't remember exactly what the, the shape, but as a good poker, uh, but anyway, I, I really, I wanted that particular pipe cause yeah. I had this image in my head of me in Italy, uh, after backpacking with my wife, sitting on like this hill or this mountain on top of a rock <laughs> and smoking that pipe. It just made sense. And I was able to do it. You know, if I like, I found like this perfect rock on this, uh, on this, you know, uh, mountain that we'd been bike backpacking up. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, this is the one. And so I sat down, my wife took a picture of me and, and, and the picture is great by the way. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's fun. But I mean, there is something I'm like, I don't know if it's just the fact that, you know, for you know more often than not it's a briar pipe so it's this piece of wood that's in your hand yeah. you've got it packed up with you know this tobacco which of course is this plant you know you've got fire you've got all these different elements kind of mixing together and so there's just kind of this idea of wrapping yourself in wilderness as you're kind of partaking of wilderness that's fascinating yeah yeah i i, I like the concept too i you know for for most of us i think we are you know we the Outdoors does evoke pipe smoking more just because people smoke outdoors more nowadays, you know, and so uh, maybe, you know, once upon a time, you'd have a lot of folks smoking in their office at work or uh, even at school, uh, you know, if they're a professor or something like that. But uh, now it's so much more outdoors that, you know, a lot of it is related to either hanging out in a group on an outdoor setting or, uh, you know, doing some type of work or recreation. So uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and we got some great thoughts, Sam. We really appreciate everybody who was able to send in uh, their thoughts on uh, on uh, recreation and pipe smoking. Hey, be sure, actually, if you want to, keep keep the conversation going. Head over to Facebook. You can comment under this particular episode and um, continue to share your thoughts and experiences and uh, even some pictures of how you've used your pipe in, uh, in recreation that's as, right. as well. Uh, and then, hey, you know, another thing that's uh, a fun recreation is uh, is reading and listening to audiobooks and listening to audiobooks when you're hiking and smoking your pipe you want to listen to some audiobooks and you're going to find the best audiobooks out there uh, at audible if you go to audibletrial.com/csr you can get yourself a free audiobook to enjoy the next time that you are backpacking uh, be sure again to use uh, go to audibletrial.com/csr specifically so that you will help us out in making this very show Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Pipe Question of the Week. Pipe Question of the Week, of course, brought to us by the New Orleans Pipe Show. Uh, if you haven't gone over to nolapipeshow.com and registered today, then you are crazy because you got to go down to New Orleans. Man, who hasn't done that yet? I know, God, right? We, you got you to be there. Our friend Danny a couple weeks ago said uh, it's it's very likely, although not positive, but pretty likely he'll be there. And, uh, you know, every every day I turn around, it's just more and more folks that are that are signing up. So if you haven't done it, go to nolapipeshow.com. That's right. And let us know because we're going to do a meetup. So email us to let us know that uh, you're going to be there and um, you can meet up with us. We're going to get some food, get some drinks, and just uh, hang out. And- yep. Meet some new friends. All right, man. Pipe question this week is coming from us uh, to uh, or coming to us from Twitter at bowdown sixty one asks what comes close to esoterica Penzance? Yeah, uh, it's a tough one to find. Thanks. Yeah, th- it's a it's a good question, and really, it, it it's kind of like dividing by zero because it doesn't have an answer. <laughs> There's really just uh, not a lot out there. You know, I I had so much trouble over the. Uh, you know, last few days kind of thinking of this because Esoterica, the Penzance is so uh, interesting. You've got a couple of clones out there that are done by some online retailers, and and some people say they're close. Uh, The general consensus that I've heard, if you want a uh, readily available uh, tobacco that you can get in a tin, uh, GLP Quiet Nights uh, by our friend Greg Peace is uh, is probably the closest that you're going to get. Uh, now, I actually have not tried Quiet Nights before, so uh, keep that in mind. But uh, of, of what I've read and kind of studied, I think that is going to be your best bet. Uh, Esoterica, the, the Penzance is just, it's just a different ball game. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a you know, one of those tobaccos, it's, uh, you know, maybe like finding a unicorn. So, <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, Esoterica is so notorious about uh, only, you know, tinning three tins of tobacco on a leap year during the harvest moon and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. So, you know, it's it's really hard for people to get, and it's a very fair question. Like, what can I get that, uh, you know, is uh, is similar to that? Um, you know, it's it's great tobacco. I've had it before at the shop. Uh, real, you know, fantastic tobacco. But I will say, if you haven't had a chance to try it, you know, by all means, try try to get some. Get your hands on some and and smoke it at some point if you're a dedicated pipe smoker. But um, the thing about it, I kind of relate it to like Cuban cigars. Cuban cigars are good. Um, they're different. But is it necessarily better than some of the best, you know, cigars that we find from the Dominican Republic and Honduras and things like that? I, you know, it's up for debate. I think I, 
I don't I don't really think so. Yeah, I mean it, it's yeah. it's up for debate. So uh, it definitely has a hardcore following. I think some of the allure is you know just because it is so hard to get. Uh, it is <laughs> it, it is it is really really good. Right. Uh, but you know there are a lot of other great equal you know equally tasty tins out there uh and tobaccos out there that that you could find as well and so. we've both had some as was acquired uh and gifted to us by someone who will remain nameless and should per per their instruction to do so that's right that's but right. um but yeah no penzance is excellent yeah it, it, it's good stuff it's got a real nice tin note uh these thick cut you know bacon thick cut looking slices in the tin it's just really nice and uh very savory rich but um you know there's some there's some other ones out there that I think uh, you know are, are as good in quality. As far as a clone of it or something close, uh, check out uh, GLP Quiet Nights and uh, let us know what you think. Excellent pipe question this week. Uh, we really appreciate it. Hey, if you got a pipe question, send it in. CSR at Potisteri dot com. Quick fire with the squire. All right, man, we are continuing our quickfire questions here with the series that was sent in to us from Scott. The subject or the theme of this week's quickfire question okay. is food. Ooh, man. I know. Near and dear to my heart because I, I think I've eaten some watermelon today. Is that all I ate? No, no, some peanuts, too. Uh, you got to get I that got, watermelon got, in I, while it's still July. I got I to go home and eat. Yeah, yeah you all really, right, bring you some food. All right, um, <clears throat> lemon or lime? Lime. Lemon. False. No. <laughs> Very much a lime person. Yeah, lemon's lemon's more fresh, I think, which is why. I mean, lime, you know, if it's like a margarita, sure, but uh, more often than not, I'm I'm lemon. Lime. Milk chocolate or dark chocolate? Uh, You know, dark chocolate has its place, but I got to go with milk chocolate. I'm with you on that. I I don't hate dark chocolate, but often it's too bitter. Yeah. Baked or fried potatoes? A fried potato, like a French fried. One potato? would imagine, or you know, like um, like Kiefer's has those. Uh, oh, the cottage, cottage fries. fries. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, those are fine. They take a whole potato and just kind of <sighs> slice it up. Man, so good. That might be dinner. Uh, yeah, I I gotta go with the baked potato. I think if it's sweet, smothered in like just all the you know freaking deliciousness. Yeah, bacon, sour cream, butter. I haven't had one of those in so long. Oh. <sighs> If, it, I, if it's sweet potato, actually, I'm all about it. Make being it slap baked. your mama. Well, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but if it's uh, if it's regular potatoes, actually, I'd, I'd probably go fried. Yeah. Uh, grits or home fries? That that's a good question. That's uh, a tough. One. I I got to go with grits. We're in the south. Uh, you know, most people uh, el- elsewhere don't have any time for grits. I love some good grits, particularly if they're. Uh, Loaded up with salt and pepper and have cheese. In cheese grits. Yeah, the, the cheese grits are are really clutch. We yeah. have a local, uh, you know, kind of breakfast spot here in Jackson called Primos, uh, and they have, I think, Primos. Uh, it's been in Jackson for probably eighty years. They have, I think, the finest cheese grits blasphemy on, on earth. Blasphemy. What? What? Who do you have? Broad Street. Broad Street. Broad Street's cheese grits they, are good. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Primos. Yeah, I love Primos. Yeah, like the Primos family are a great family as well. Right. I mean, no disrespect on their house. However, but. however, <laughs> the cheese grits at Broad Street have like saved my life more often than not. Okay, <laughs> well, think. we we should do a cheese grit. Like, we should uh, maybe a pairing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do that at some point. <laughs> Any excuse to get more cheese grits. Uh, that's right. That's really what it comes down to for me. If it's cheese grits, then I'll go with the grits, cheese grits. But if if they're just regular grits versus home fries, I'm going home fries. Yeah, home fries makes sense though. Yeah, uh, hamburger or hot dog. Hamburger. Hamburger. Yeah. Absolutely. No, Hot no. dog isn't even meat. Yeah. Hamburger is oh, so good. And then uh, last but not least, salty or sweet snacks. Yeah, this is this is not really fair either. I, 
probably on a normal basis, I have to go with salty, but there is only sometimes when a sweet snack will, will fit the craving. You know, I've been craving a lot of ice cream lately. And yeah. so it's only like it's after a long day, you've had a big meal, and it's like, oh gosh, I've got to have something sweet. And so you go digging through all the drawers to find one half of a candy bar left over from <laughs> right. like three years ago, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, typically salty, but sometimes you got to have sweet. So I had to, um, as part of kind of the purge that I went on a couple of months ago, I had to kind of cut all snacking whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, and so I cut all of it. So I, I can't choose either one. But I will say back before I, uh, I purged, I was all about the sweet snacks. That's good. We, and our friend at uh, Pappy Joe on Twitter, of course, he says grits with shrimp. Oh yeah. All right. Well, see, that's shrimp, the other shrimp thing. and grits. That's a that's a real deal. That's a whole other category. See, that's that you can't just all qual. It doesn't all qualify as grits. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. grits, there's cheese grits, and then shrimp and grits is something like that's like a meal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it's an entree. Man, I love some shrimp and grits. It's fine. Good stuff. Hey, we appreciate that. Of course, uh, you can send us some quick fire questions to us. You can send them in csrpodestery dot com. Your thoughts, your comments. Listener feedback. All right. Last but not least, we've got some great listener feedback this week in uh, from Beach Maverick. Oh, this is on iTunes. It says, approved. Ron Swanson would listen to this podcast. That is all ham. <laughs> Fantastic. Excellent. To Ron Swanson. If we had some uh, lag vol in 16, I, I would hoist a some for him right now. I, I do not. I, I think you've you've already uh, rid yourself of all that by, a, by consumption. By yeah. consumption, of course. Uh, next one comes from iTunes. It's uh, LTZ Rafiki on iTunes says, "What a great podcast!" My name is Connor from Pennsylvania. Hey, Connor. But I'm currently going to college in Kansas. Uh, so glad I found a podcast that gives great information on anything pipe related. I also really enjoy how these two fine gentlemen. Boy, we pulled the wool over their eyes. Uh, <laughs> how these two fine gentlemen keep their podcast store and life. Of, and and life God centered, uh, it's very refreshing. Uh, thanks so much. We we appreciate that, Connor. That's great. I'd be interested to know what school you're going to in uh, in Kansas. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's awesome, man. This is a we love getting the iTunes feedback, especially as I mentioned at the top of the show. We we've kind of got this whole back end thing going on with iTunes right now. So if you could head over to iTunes and write us a review. Uh, aside from the fact, like I normally say, it's it's a big boost to the show. It fills yeah. us up, all that good stuff. But right now, I'm really kind of almost pleading with you because <laughs> we, we need that little uh, leg back up to where we were, and uh, that would definitely help us out. It'd be great. Hey, we also appreciate everybody who's tuning in live. Of course, you can listen live every single uh, Monday night. We do our after-hour show at 7.30 p.m. That's 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. Uh, we'd love for you to join us and uh, tweet along with us. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, and you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the show's Twitter handle is at Squire Radio. All of this information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. That is your place to go for the Country Squire Radio T-shirts. Uh, like I said, no more double XL, but uh, hey. For the rest of you guys, y'all need to go ahead and lock them down. Absolutely. And by the way, if you're going to be in or around Jackson on the first part of August, uh, please make sure to swing by the shop August 13th, 6 p.m., hang out with our friend Pete Prevost uh, at the Country Squire to celebrate our 45th birthday and uh, buy a beautiful Briarworks Icarus or Neptune pipe. Yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, man. It's exciting. All right, well, it's been, uh, man, it's been a long day. You've been uh, yeah, cooking at the shop, and I've been uh, trying to not lose my voice completely. And both of us have 
failed in our endeavors. Yeah. But we had fun tonight. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah, we did, brother. All right, man. Let's go have a night. See you, Bo. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.